This is Making Finances Easier with Paul Cochran, Garrett Crawford, and Bruce Landis from Providence Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Paul, Garrett, and Bruce provide their clients and prospects the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Making Finances Easier with Paul Cochran, Garrett Crawford, and Bruce Landis. Hello, everyone. Uh, Paul Cochran here with my colleague, Garrett Crawford. Hello, Garrett. Hey, hey. Making finances easier. Uh, we're with Providence Advisors Group here at Knoxville. Our office is at Pellissippi and North Shore. But uh, we're, in fact, we're recording here at our office. We've got a little room set aside where we do this. And uh, 865-770-5031. If we talk about something that triggers a question or you'd like to drill down a little deeper, give us a call. Yeah, and I was just going to jump in. I was talking to a client yesterday and uh, giving them directions to the office. But uh, just so people know, we, we're out in West Knoxville. You said we're North Shore and Pellissippi intersect, but there's a there's that new Corner 16 restaurant. There's a Kroger's mm-hmm. uh, right there on the exit, but our office building is right up behind the Corner 16. And so we are a, uh, a local West Knoxville uh, firm. So... Uh, by the people for the people. There you go. There you go. Um, yeah. In fact, uh, you know, I used to have the office downtown, but we've been out here at this location for gosh, it's over a dozen years. I don't know how long, but uh, it's sure convenient to my house and your house and Bruce's house, and so it's 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 really hard to beat. We love the convenience of being close. Yeah, we have a lot of clients out. I think in Maryville, Lenore City, Knoxville, because of Pellissippi Parkway kind of being an artery to uh, I-40. It's uh, kind of easy to get here from wherever you are in Knoxville. Yeah. Well, a trivia question. So, Garrett, what would be a home project that you've done, uh, say, since you moved into your new house, that's been the most challenging, a challenging home project? Uh, What's been one that just really stripped your gears? Uh, I'd say I'd say two. One, I had to build, um, we had this little third floor room. I mean, it's not much. It's just the previous owners. They, I, I think they had three kids, so they put one of them up in the attic. <laughs> uh, and they had to squeeze in some stairs in a kind of awkward spot. And so uh, when I moved in, there was no handrail attached to go up to the third floor. So it was like this kind of switchback staircase that goes up 10 steps and up. 10 more steps or something like that uh, with a little tiny wall in between. And so I was, we just had Ella at the time and she was like one and it was like, you know, if she crawls up there, she's going to tumble over the side and fall 10 or 15 feet. So I had to build a, a handrail and not just a handrail, but a handrail that would fit on a probably one inch, one and a half inch, uh, kind of makeshift wall in between where the staircases switch back and forth. And uh, it's probably the most complicated thing I've ever designed. I was searching YouTube everywhere to try to figure out some way I could build a handrail where there's really no spot for a handrail. And uh, not only was designing it difficult, 
but I just realized how hard it is to build a staircase and, mm. and balusters and cutting mm. all the different mm. angles. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I remember thinking every cut, you know, if I mess this one up, <laughs> it's going to be a $70 mistake. Yeah. Uh, or if you get it, plastered in there with this hardening stuff uh you know you couldn't take it out and so you'd have to start all over so props to all the the stair builders in uh in the united states i learned that that was a hard thing but uh probably out of all the projects I've ever done that's one i feel most accomplished for because it took a lot of math and i'd never done it before and it worked out uh great still standing and uh doing well but the other one is uh kind of the opposite end one of the most challenging i needed to put a door doorknob or no a deadbolt into our garage exterior door and mm-hmm. so i don't i didn't know a lot about home improvement and so i went out and bought a hole saw and that's just like a circle mm-hmm. how you make a circle mm-hmm. hole inside mm-hmm. of a piece of wood mm-hmm. and uh took my battery power drill and i'm probably glad that i had a battery power drill and not a uh Electric. Electric. And I stuck that hole saw up against that door and I hit the button and it ripped my wrist downward. Uh, I'm lucky I probably didn't break it, but uh, I didn't know that doors like that had a metal encasing. And so I stuck those uh, car, I don't even think it was a carbide tip, but just a normal metal tip right into that door. And I about jerked my wrist wow. right off my arm and I wow. felt like a dummy. Wow. Uh, so my my eyes were bigger than my skill set yeah. on that one and so it was a rough job I, yeah. to this day i still have these kind of i left the door and it's kind of little uh, scratchy spots there uh to remind me to hire out jobs uh that i don't know what i'm doing with yeah what about you paul well i'm um you know when i was your age i you know had a uh a three-word motto when it came to home projects and that was sub it out, um, and so I I really tried hard to. Uh, I knew that I, I was building a business, and I had uh, you know, you know, kids at home. I had other obligations in the community. I had church, uh, you know, church obligations and different things. And so I knew since I was on, uh, you know, early on, just I, I was just. I only made what I brought in, you know, I didn't have it. I've never really had a salary. And so I, I just committed myself really to, uh, uh, you know, figure out what needed to be done and hire the best person I could to do it. So I really haven't gotten stumped by too many. Um, but I know the one that, uh, recently was the, the one that caused the biggest heartburn is we, had a really great guy come in and Sandy wanted to replace the backsplash and the guy um, you know he did his best but he made the mistake of thinking he could put this uh, tile on top of existing tile and it just turned into kind of a bumpy mess Mm. and uh, and it looks okay as long as the lights aren't on too bright (laughs) but it It looks okay if you don't look at it (laughs) but when the lights are on bright boy it's uh, it looks pretty lumpy Um, and so, uh, so anyway, let's go to something that we do know a lot about, and that is Social Security. We touched on last week about this whole subject of, uh, you know, kind of big picture, why people uh, need to look into this, kind of some of the, the big mistakes that they make, um, common mistakes, common pitfalls that people make. Um, but I thought today we could kind of jump into a, a, a question that, that actually one of my uh, – one of our clients emailed to me yesterday, and uh, he's out at the lab uh, in Oak Ridge, and he had watched a Schwab seminar 
about Social Security. And one of the guys had said that it could be to, uh, to their advantage uh, for a spouse with the lower benefits to start early while the higher earner uh, keeps going, uh, keeps working until they get their full benefit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and w- one of the things that was communicated was, well, gosh, if that person is going to start early, then they have to, you know, be careful that they don't go over the income amount, which now is a, what, 21,000? Yeah, I I've got it here. I'll look at it in just a second. Uh, $21,240 in 2023. Okay, so if I file for Social Security and if I make more than that $21,000, we'll come back to that in a bit about how you're penalized for, for having done that. Um, that it, but if I keep my income under 21000 and I file early, then they're not going to withhold any of my Social Security. Um and so he's asking, you know, gosh, can we do that? And one of the discussions that we had was, um, in general, yes, but in his case, no. Mm-hmm. And so why is that? Well, before I jump into answering, and I'm not sure that everybody needs to know what the final answer is because it depends on, you know, their situation. But uh, it reminds me a little bit. I've done these social security workshops. Uh, Paul, you hired me back in 2013, and I think I started that summer. So I've done them for about 10 years. And there's always this funny moment, and it's like the, the, people aren't wrong for doing this. It's just part of how we are as humans and how we learn. But uh you know, it is complicated, and I'll, I'll go do a workshop, and I'll talk for 45 or 50 minutes, and uh, there's always one or two people that come up, and, uh, you know, it may be something similar to the, the email you just read, and it's like, okay, well, I'm, I have the higher benefit. I'm 67. My spouse is 64. They're a lower benefit. We're still working. I'm out, I'm out at this place. They're doing this. Uh, do you think it makes sense for me to go ahead and file and for my spouse to delay their benefit? <laughs> and uh, one is spousal benefit, especially when you're married. Uh, it's incredibly important to get right, but it's also uh, incredibly challenging to do that on the spot uh, because you're likely going to miss something. And so that's where I really come back to even when those people come up. I usually, and it's not that I'm trying to deflect the question, but I don't want to give them the wrong answer. And so I'll start with, you know, that's a really good question. Um, but if you if you want help trying to figure out the best time to file, that, that probably would be a good reason to come in. We'll do one of these complimentary Social Security appointments. I think I mentioned it on the previous episode. Uh, you know, if people are out there, I'm willing to do probably maybe five of these complimentary. You can come in, and I'll, I'll get you a Social Security report. We'll talk through it. We'll make sure that you feel good about filing. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I tell them, you know, you, you probably should come in and uh, – that's because spousal benefit it just the the information that i'm usually given uh is approximate and the specific details matter right and so uh and it always matters in social security so i wouldn't make a and we've talked about this in the past social security for a married couple can easily be an over million dollar decision yeah uh, when you add up those yeah. couple thousand dollars a month for you couple thousand dollars a month for a spouse multiply that out for 25 years maybe even 30 it's it's kind of amazing how big your social security 
benefit dollars are over the course of a lifetime. So it makes the decision pretty important. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's an easy sell for me. It's like, I spend, I spend my weeks (laughs) learning about this, uh, People probably should get should get a you know double check second opinion to make sure that they're making the right decision on this because it's arguably one of the biggest retirement decisions they'll make. Mm-hmm. So, so did you hear that out there? Eight six five seven seven zero five zero three one. If you are thinking about filing for Social Security. Uh, Garrett and I joke that people tend to pick up uh, kind of ideas and tips like germs off the street. They just, you know, hey, my neighbor did this, my friend did this, I heard this, and then they make a decision. But oftentimes when we hear them regurgitate the reasons, we realize, wow, they, they missed an important fact. <laughs> yeah, and then you can get 85, 90% of something and still miss the piece yeah. uh, that brings it all together. And so. I think before I dive into that example you gave, Paul, let's just talk about the working rules at a generic high level because that comes into yeah. play. And people are always asking about that. If I keep working, if I earn a certain amount of money, can I get Social Security and my work check? And I always start with there's this magic age with Social Security. It's called your full retirement age. A lot of people listening, if you're not on Social Security, it's going to be real close to 67. Uh, Your parents, they may have talked about 65 being an age they'd get full Social Security benefits. It used to be the case, but for people now... uh, Age 67 uh, is a very common full retirement age. Mine's 67. I think we talked last last episode. I bet that's going to go up for me as they try to keep the program going. And and at full retirement age, people can work as much as they want, and none of their Social Security is going to be withheld. Yeah, at or after. So I don't care if you started at 62. Once you pass through that gate of age 67, full retirement age, you can earn as much money as you want to, and you can keep getting your full social security check, and you can earn as much as you want to at work. So uh, you turn 67, you're making uh, $85,000 a year at work. You could keep working and collect your social security benefit check, and, and no benefits will be withheld. All these questions that you hear about working come before that magic full retirement age. And so there's two windows you have to be concerned about. The first one is what we've already talked about, and that's from age 62 till December 31st of the year before you turn your full retirement age. And I can say that again, Uh, between 62 and December 31st of that year before you turned 67, you can earn up to $21,000. Two hundred and forty dollars in twenty twenty three, and so that's what that that yeah. question was yeah. referring to. And if you earn less than that, you can earn, you can keep your full social security check, and you can also get twenty one thousand two hundred forty dollars at work. But if you eclipse your, those that number at work through your earnings, social security will withhold one dollar for every two dollars over that amount. So if you earned at work thirty one thousand. <clears throat> $240, which is $10,000 above the limit, Social Security will withhold $5,000 from your Social Security benefits. I had a guy years ago, he came to a workshop, he uh, decided he wanted to meet with me, and uh, he came in and he said, hey, Garrett, I don't have any Social Security benefit checks money coming in. I signed up six months ago. What's going on? Well, we uncovered the fact after 10 or 15 minutes uh, that he was still earning about 60000 at work. Somebody had told him to file at 62. Everything was being withheld. And everything was being withheld. Um, 
from his social security check. So the silver lining there is if, if work benefits are being withheld, uh, social security is supposed to recalculate and give you those benefit amounts later when you turn 67, but don't do it. Don't, I don't recommend people giving the steering wheel to the social security office. I've seen where that's a really kind of hard thing to walk through and undo and not as transparent as maybe people like. Uh, and so there's a second window. I won't go into all the details, but it, uh, it's a, it's a lot higher amount. It's between January 1st of the year you turn 67 and when you turn 67 and you, you can earn up to $56,520. Uh, so much higher, but there's a much smaller window there. Right, right, right. So, so in this case, um, he's saying that the guy from Schwab seemed to indicate, hey, let the smaller benefit go ahead and file and then they can bump up to a higher benefit now, this particular individual, uh, let's explain why it wouldn't work for him and his wife. Yeah. Uh, it, well, there's, there's actually a lot of reasons. <laughs> Maybe it wouldn't work. But uh, one common reason is that the way spousal benefits work are complicated. Um, you, you have, obviously, there's lots of different combinations out there. You could have different ages. Uh one one spouse in a married couple could be much older than the younger one. You could have different income levels. Uh, it, it really is tricky. But uh, let's take the example where both spouses are working and make similar incomes. Uh, it's very possible that a younger spouse, uh, and in and in this case, a younger spouse that has a, uh, you know, a good size benefit, but not as high as the other spouses, uh, their own benefit based on their own working record would be more than a spousal benefit that they could collect on their spouse. So you'll often hear that a spousal benefit is uh, 50% of a spouse's social security. Well, that's only if you wait until your full retirement age. So it's getting a little technical here, but let's kind of back up, make it simpler. Let's say you have one person's, one married spouse's benefit is $3,000 a month. The other spouse could collect a spousal benefit of half that, $1,500, but only if they wait until age 67 for them. Uh, And so that half of the 3000 is uh, independent. If that person files at 62, the person with a $3,000 benefit or 70, the spousal benefit will cap out at 1500. So in this case, to belabor a point, <laughs> if you're still tracking, uh, it all depends on what the benefit amounts are for a married couple on whether or not that strategy would make sense. And my hunch is I need to have a conversation with with both of them and just explain the pros and cons and in this scenario uh, you could take more money now uh, or take less social security benefits now at age 62 but she's locked in to that figure because her figure is higher than half of his correct there is no switching to a higher spousal benefit later on in her case in her case but it very well could be different where uh, maybe a spouse hasn't worked very long and has a five six hundred dollar benefit and maybe it makes sense to go ahead and collect that and switch to a spousal benefit later um you know garrett that's, this is just such a classic example about how you know we talk about a principle and people will will 
you know, dutifully try to apply that principle, but there'll be another missing piece, another missing factor. And this is why I know it sounds, it sounds self-serving, but it's so true that this is where you need help. Uh, 865-770-5031. If you are uh, over 59 and you're even, uh, you're trying to plan about when you might file for social security as you think through retirement, you really need to uh, get one of these social security maximization reports to help you know how and when to file. Yeah, and I was going to say, I've, I've done uh, too many of these social security appointments from social security workshops to count, but it's always, it's always interesting. People come in, they don't, you know, we you don't really hit the ground running. You kind of have to do some data gathering on, uh, what their benefit amounts are and it kind of sounds like this radio show uh segment where it's just kind of up in the air it's kind of you know you're you're talking a lot of jargon it's not really making sense i can tell them okay well it may make sense for a spousal benefit in this situation but people's eyes glaze over a yeah. little bit yeah. and uh i just tell them to you know hold on yeah. <laughs> today is all about data gathering you don't really have to understand that much yeah. and then uh what we do is we put it through the software and it's all the second appointment is or the second phone call whatever ends up being is always more fun because basically they have this customized report that i i email them or they're looking at on my desk and they see their name and they see their benefit amounts and they see what the spousal benefit amount actually is if they collect at 62 they see if they follow the recommended strategy here's the lifetime differences and i really i never see the light bulb go off until the report is generated in their name mm. with their number. Mm-hmm. So uh, we talk all the time about how people kind of glaze over when the mm. financial guy starts mm. talking. Mm. But And I guess maybe a final thought is we also encourage people not to think about Social Security in a vacuum. Right. And so what we're talking about here this morning is in a vacuum. Yep. And so oftentimes what happens is the report comes up with the strategy and it says, you know, somebody waits till 70, the other person waits till 65 or 62. And then, you know, is that the be all end all answer? No, yeah. <laughs> usually people have other savings and assets. And That's so right. uh, in in this case, it might say for somebody to wait until 66, well, if you got a 401k or an IRA, you might actually use income from that to delay the higher earning spouse's benefit to later, or at least delay it uh, where we often end up is, don't lock into saying you're going to take it at 70. A lot of our clients change their mind and decide to take it before then. But let's just take it on a year by year basis and uh, take income from an IRA this year. And then we'll decide next year if we want to do that again. 865-770-5031. Makingfinancesesier.com. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Making Finances Easier. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Paul Cochran, Garrett Crawford, or Bruce Landis at Providence Wealth Management. Call 865-770-5031 or visit them online at makingfinanceseasier.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Providence Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Tennessee. Insurance products and services are offered through Providence Advisors Group, LLC. Providence Advisors Group, LLC, and Providence Wealth Management, LLC, are affiliated companies. Paul Cochran, Garrett Crawford, and Bruce Landis and Providence Wealth Management are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for information 
informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary, and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources, and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.